What's going on? It's time for another episode of Too Hard for the Radio. Transmitting from the future free state of greater Idaho, I am the one-armed madman. And with me today, once again, we've got the great Michael Storm. What's up, brother? How are we doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm really good. Just, uh, you know, uh, life in general, just trying to keep up with it, man. Oh, I hear you, dude. I hear you. I just got off a workers' comp recently, graduated college, and now it's like, got to pay the bills. So I'm starting mm. out getting a new hustle together. I'm, I'm going flowers. I've got a nice big backyard and a big garden. We've got an, a bunch of really nice rose bushes around here in my yard that were like one of them is massive. It's been here for probably 20 years since the house was built. Wow. And then we've got some other nice ones that uh, I've got around. And then my mother's got a bunch of nice ones. And I live on a half acre. So I've got a, a decent size, a, a pretty good size garden that I just expanded this year. So I'm, I've been practicing taking clippings and getting stuff to grow. I have not succeeded yet, but i am probably watched five hours of YouTube videos. So I think I'm going to nail it at some point. <laughs> yeah, right. Get the get the practice in. Get that. I I've never done it at all. So you're way ahead of me. I, I've always wanted to. Of course, I always wanted to do it just for cannabis. If nothing yeah, else, but, I used to grow weeds. Uh, so that's how I know how to work with plants. They're essentially a, every flowering plant is the same. So you can use the same, you know, fertilizers. There's yeah, better right. fertilizers for that. But you know, I actually I live in here in Idaho. I I grew one year. So it was during COVID. I grew the year before just a couple plants in pots, and they turned out really good. I got a couple ounces or something like that. Got away with it. So the next year, I put in, like, one of those big um, flower pits. It's like – it's a wooden thing. It's about the size of this table. And oh, okay. I had yeah, a little box. Yeah, exactly. So And then I bought just four little clones from the weed store in Oregon, which is just up the way. And I had them started out, and I had a guy set up to come and extend – my three foot fence to a six and a half, seven foot fence. And he's supposed to be there in a couple of days. These things are only like this big. So, you know, I'm not worried about it. They're like, I think I measured it out at like 40 or 50 yards from the road. So, you know, unless you're looking in my backyard with binoculars or you know what you're looking for, you're not really going to see what's happening. So then the guy goes, Oh, I got COVID and then somebody else got COVID and pretty soon it's going down the line, down the line. And they're like this big. And I go, you know, I'll give it a a couple more weeks. I'll give it like two more weeks. I was standing out on the road. I can't, I can't really see them. It's June, you know, July maybe. So they're not going to smell for another couple months. And I shit you not a few days later got raided whole SWAT team. I mean, I, I guess I wouldn't call it a SWAT team, but whatever their, you know, stormtrooper squad is up here, mm. probably 10, 15 guys. They yanked me out. They yanked my tenants out. They had us handcuffed. They didn't handcuff me, thankfully, because the last time I got arrested, they handcuffed me. They put uh, one around this this wrist and then mm. one here and then uh, put me around the back. And again, that was for like two grams of weed, which was crazy. But uh, holy crap. Yeah. Anyways. They search, you know, they, they turn up my entire house, go through everything. They're like hammering me. Where's your baggies? Where's your scales? And I'm like, dude, does it look like I use baggies? Like, what are you fucking talking about? I'm not a baggy guy. I'm a Tupperware guy. <laughs> and all my weed in the house was from the, the store. And I had like a gram and a half. I'm like, what, 
where is this weed that I'm supposedly selling? So I basically just, after they, they like put us into the backyard, one of my tenants is sitting there and I'm just hammering these guys, the cops They're they're, you know, and I'm like, why don't you guys want it to be legal? And I'm just hammering them, hammering them, hammering them. And my, my tenants over there just like snickering the entire time. And finally the, uh, the detective plainclothes detective comes over and he goes, all right, here's your ticket or whatever it is. I got like, cultivation um there was a couple other things possession but cultivation was a big one i'm in idaho so cultivation's a a big deal it's like a year minimum here and uh they go what but since it's covid we're not going to take you to jail we'll just let you stay here and we'll come back you know you'll get a you'll get a notice or whatever i go and i spent thousands of dollars on a lawyer the lawyer that i had had just won a case here in Idaho where these guys got pulled over with a bunch of weed on them. The cops took them in. They destroyed the weed without testing it. And the lawyer comes in and goes, oh, that was CBD. They were taking it, you know, to this shop. It turned into CBD oil. You guys fucked up. So the guys got off. It was very embarrassing for the state. And Mm -hmm. uh, the guy, I got that guy. He made some calls. Never heard anything from him again. No, that was it, huh? Yeah, that was it. So, not a terrible end to a bad story. <laughs> no, no, there's a lot more stories like that that end a lot worse, for sure. There's a lot of people out there, a lot of people, our prisons are full of people with similar stories, something not unlike that little story right there. And and for some reason, the color of their skin, perhaps, or perhaps the neighborhood they live in, um, yeah, has contributed to the fact that they're now uh, locked up for yet another victimless crime go figure huh yeah i mean even where i'm from in northern california we're from weed territory in the early 2000s late 90s man people were going to prison losing families you know and i give the cops a lot of shit up there for that i know some of them who are retired now and who would you know knew it was going to be legal knew what they were doing was wrong essentially and still Mm -hmm. chose that path to go and knock down the doors of your neighbors, rip them away from their kids and throw them in a cage. And, and, and look for any reason, anything they can to justify it too. You know, it's not legal yet, or it's not legal here, or I'm just uh, doing just, my whatever job. their excuse is. It, it, it's kind of funny. My daughter, she's in high school and she was just telling me the other day they're in debate class and they don't get to choose the things they debate or the side they debate on. It's just kind of handed out, but I guess they did Christopher Columbus the other day. And, uh, you know, it's you know, defend Columbus as an imperialist or, or as not, he wasn't. And, and, they the side that was sort of pro Columbus was just trying to say, well, he didn't start out that way. Uh, he didn't set out with the intent to do these things. One, you don't know that that's not true. Two, you're working for the state. You're sitting out there with the very, I mean, his own notes expressly stating that he's going to conquer these people and he's you know he's bringing these people back and presenting them as as ignorant servants perfect for the crown that type of thing and and it it just amazed me that what they were attempting to do was to suggest that his intent 
with what mattered, not that what he did, you know, it's the same with these cops. Their intention is to enforce the law, to do good things and to serve and protect. But the reality is that's not what they do. They've never done that. They're nothing more than tools for revenue generation. And, and they they would use whatever excuse they can uh, to to justify their own actions when they know that it, it's that guy that gets really pissed off when he knows that he was the one that was wrong. It, it, you know, that guy. Oh, yeah. There's there's always that guy that he's he's. You've caught him. You know, you caught him in the lie. You caught him in whatever it is that he's done wrong. And instead of admitting it, he gets mad and he gets mad at you and he blames you and he starts to gaslight you and he says it's your fault. That's that's what it is. So, so the cops, that that's their entire story at this point is they just get to gaslight us. Yeah. They, they just gaslight. No, no, no. You're the ones that, that are doing something wrong. Uh, you're the one that's crazy. The laws are here. They're spelled out for you. This, you know, and, and they're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I just sailed over there to spread the Lord and improve trade. It's not my fault yeah. that they were backward savages and needed to be yeah. beaten and, and I had taught to the ways of the white man. Yeah. You know, like, what would you do? It's not my fault. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird way to justify the, the ends by, by going back and just skipping over everything that all the means and going back. And I I said the same, I said this to my daughter, um, you know, politicians, that's what politicians do. Yeah. They, they're this person, this person, this person, this is in writing. It's in person. They've said this, they said this, and then it comes time for election. And now all of a sudden they say this and they write this and they say this and you can, and, it, and there's nothing, I, I would say nothing that they, they do or say now that isn't a contradiction of something that they said in the past in some place or some time, if for no other reason to, to get the votes. Yeah. Take Hawaii, for instance, right now, what's going on over there mm-hmm. right away. Climate change. Yeah. Don't look at our policies. Don't look at the people in charge that we're talking about water equity and having mm-hmm. replaced all the wooden poles and haven't trimmed all mm-hmm. the trees and, mm-hmm. you know, turn the water off. Don't look yeah. at that. Look at the big, I, I bad climate change or, or even better. Look at the space lasers. Of course, it oh, must God, have been space yeah. lasers. I had to get there. <laughs> yeah, the DWs. Look, guys. Okay, DWs exist. They could be used as weapons, but that's the end of it. At that point, so what I've been asking people for the last two weeks since this whole thing come out and everybody's running around talking about DWs, what are you going to do about it? What if you're right? Just exactly what does it solve? Does it really fix anything? And and and. The people who use this approach, they're always they have this particular worldview. It's a particular mindset that everything, every time has to be a certain way that there's no I I, I saw what happened and I, I pulled up a little bit of information and I went and looked. And for decades, the place has been in turmoil in terms of people um, managing the, the 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 entirety of the the properties and yeah. and everything in and around there because they have this perfect storm of socialist BS uh, where they can't uh, do uh, you know can't build new buildings in certain places can't upgrade stuff can't let you know the guy you forbid you do a controlled burn and yeah. actually burn out some of the undergrowth oh don't mention the fact that we've imported all these different 
different grasses from all over the place and we planted them in our yards and stuff and that they, they they're not native grasses and they're not used to uh, a drought that everybody's going through or or just the high temperatures and and the fact that they, they, everything's dried out and you've got all this underbrush the same thing happens in california happens in colorado happens in oregon have all these places where there's forest where these wooded areas particularly if there's a leftist socialist more socialist government yep. than, than normal. Uh, they put in all these these restrictions and controls, and it's just this perfect storm for letting large fires get out of control. And that's not even talking about like the causes or the potential problems with the with the infrastructure itself causing a fire, yeah. which is what's presumed to have happened in this case and in multiple cases yep. over the last decade or so. Yep. Big, huge fires caused by ultimately the infrastructure. Yeah, you nailed it there, man. I, I lived in Lahaina for a year. My family still lives there right now. And oh, wow. absolutely true. The, Lahaina is a terraformed strip on the coast and on the side of a mountain that is essentially a desert. It's dry. Yeah. Everything about it is dry. And same thing. My mother's house burned down as well. My My aunt's house burned down here in Lahaina just a couple of, you know, just last week. My mother's right. house burned down in California a couple of years ago. Same story. Power Same lines. Story. Uh-huh. Uh, brush hasn't been trimmed. And here's the problem. My grandfather was a logger for 10, 15 years. And his job was to cut in fire road. That's all he did all day was mm. cut in fire road on a cat. But all of a sudden, loggers were were evil. Uh, we got to get we got to take the land back from these evil loggers mm-hmm. who are destroying the, the planet and we need the government to come in and take stewardship of the land. And what does the government do? They just let it sit there. They don't take care of it. They don't manage it. They don't trim any of the underbrush. They're not cutting in fire road. They just mm-hmm. let it sit there. Yeah. Give it back to the free market. I've I've said before that loggers at this day and age are far more responsible than the government. They know how to rotate trees now. We get it. They made one of the biggest mistakes anybody has ever made in this country, cutting down the redwoods a hundred years ago. They get mm-hmm. that. Like they're not going to make yeah. that mistake again. I would even contend that if you gave over Yosemite National Park right now to a private company, they would make it a far nicer park. There would be nicer places. Yeah. It would be a lot easier to to move through. Everything would be taken care of. They're not going to just turn it into. They're not going to just go and rape the land. They know that there's more profit in bringing people in to see it than just destroying it. Well, that's it. the key, right, is that there's a profit motive, and that's yes. the mis- misunderstanding about the difference between what the free market can do with something and what government can do with anything. Uh, but I, there's really – the roads are such a good example of this because everybody talks about the roads, how important the roads are, and the roads are this, and roads that – and and they're always a perfect uh, at the, like right now is a perfect time to point at the roads and go. Do you not understand right now? Do you see that our infrastructure these these bridges are collapsing? They're dropping pieces of concrete off onto passing cars and shit. And 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 the the roads are just nothing but a, just pothole after pothole and crack and and the people are falling through. The cars are driving into holes that just appear in the middle. I, and and I. Do you understand why that happens? Because at the time that they built the roads, it was a boondoggle. It was a, we can make it look like people are 
working. We can make it look like it's important work. But here's the problem with that. It's a one-time investment on something that's supposed to be ongoing. And so they don't. there's no money in it anymore. There's no boats in it. There's no money in fixing the roads so the roads don't get fixed. So we have what we have here right now. Well, exactly. What's it. I, it's just it, it, Topeka. I live in Topeka, Kansas. And Topeka, Kansas is a shithole. Yeah. That's all there is to it. That's the bottom line. I, there's there's it, it's completely socialist leftist uh out of control nonsense throughout the entirety of the state but Topeka is just as bad and uh the roads the roads are just a joke yeah and to and people just still they sit there and they talk about it they still talk about it and they, they, they well they're gonna fix it and you got to give them more money we got to tax it we're gonna that's the only way we're going to fix it and it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse that's the that's the larger picture i see of everything right now yeah they keep they keep blowing smoke the fed was out there again today after it's just if anybody watched this shit Anybody no, watch these not. guys from one week to the next go, oh, no, we're not going to raise rates, then raise the rates the next week. The next week say, oh, no, economy's fine. Everything's recovering. Inflation's decreasing. Everything's going to be perfectly fine. The very next week, oh, no, no, no. You, we see a long-term problem with inflation. It's just a bump up. Who, who's paying attention to these clowns anymore when it's literally that? If, if you're just watching the headlines, you have no clue what the hell is going on. If you don't understand, you don't start looking around and try to figure out out what it is they're doing and manipulate you have no clue it's just you've got to be in just a constant state of confusion yeah they're completely talking out of both sides of their mouths yeah and they're able to i was talking with somebody i, I read an article about this on zero hedge a couple of weeks ago that i didn't completely understand but essentially what they were saying is that these assholes learned from 2008 and they're mm -hmm. able to do it better this time and they're able to raise rates a lot more for us than than for themselves so they're able to whatever they were doing with their loans previous to covid extended them for a period so they are essentially able to operate as they were while we are you know paying new prices for everything they're still in on right, the old right. price scales we're paying yeah. you know inflated prices on everything yeah but it's, that's the problem with with long-term Debt anyway, it's why it's always been considered a pro problem for society, uh, just for the general uh, good of society. You know, the the uh, was it the in the Bible? It's the Jubilee, right? You have mm. the Jubilee, and you forgive all the debts, and and because it resets society, and nobody's beholden to anybody anymore. Uh, we're we we have a. Uh, interesting game that we're playing right now with people being broke and people chasing after money and, and people trying to lend people money. Oh, I keep getting phone calls, phone call after phone call. Oh, yeah, you've been approved for this. You've been approved for that. Oh, we got your number from the credit bureau. We you no, you didn't. I don't have a job. I don't pay taxes. I don't hold any sort of credit cards or anything. You didn't get my number from anybody from any from anybody official. You got my number off of some list somewhere. You paid some unscrupulous bastard because you're an unscrupulous bastard to acquire information about people that you shouldn't have that don't want you to solicit crap to them. Which is that's government in general. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, dude. I got a settlement for workers comp for my injury. And right. prior to that, like I didn't have any money. I was getting workers comp wages while I was going to school, learning mm. about the enemy up, uh, right up close and personal, which was fascinating. Mm. And, uh, dude, 
it was, it's wild. Like right away, as soon as I got the settlement, I was just bombarded mail. Like I was hardly even getting mail before, dude. And just right away, mail, mail, mail. You want to refinance? Do you want to refinance? Do you want to take out a loan? You, you know, you can, we can sell you uh, solar panels, solar panels, solar, heat pumps. <laughs> like everything just started coming in. It was Amazing. wild. I could not believe how quick the coordination was on all of it. Mm. And, and, you know, it, this is, I was talking with somebody the other day about it. Like, this is a problem with, like, I heard somebody talking the other day, oh, this is a problem with capitalism. Capital, it's like, no, dude, this is a function of freaking government. The mm -hmm. government is tied together on this shit. Think about this. Like, you can use EBT to go to any McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell, KFC, and just jam the most unhealthy poison down your mouth on the government's dime. But every restaurant that I've worked at in the last 10, 15 years, you have never been able to do that. And why is that? Because these big government or these big corporations are close to the government. That's not a mm -hmm. function of capitalism. That's a function of government. That's fascism. Yeah. Yeah. I, man, I don't know how many times that can be the explanation for some you, you know like i see people so often point to the market but i i tell you i see hope that that's the the neat thing i see some interesting hope and and it's in well okay so maybe maybe there's not because all right so <laughs> there's a there's a bell curve everything's a bell yeah curve. yeah yeah everything's a bell curve it's a, it's about understanding so you have you don't understand something you don't know exists you find out it exists you understand it more and then it becomes easier and integrated and blah, blah, yeah and so that's that's a bell curve of everything and and we're when we're talking about the economy when we're talking about uh, the government itself and the the, the the actual politics and the elections uh, when we're talking about vaccines, when we're talking about education, they all follow literally the same bell curve. All of these people in these groups, you have smart people. Uh, the smartest of people won't get vaccinated. The dumbest of people won't get vaccinated. The smartest of people don't vote. The dumbest of people don't vote. The smartest of people understand what's going on. The dumbest of people either don't understand what's going on so they're smart enough to stay the hell out of it, or they do, they get it. And that's 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 what I started to say is that I see more and more of, I hate to say the dumbest half, of, but yeah. whatever. No, it's I the get people it. that aren't over here on this side of the, the, the smart curve. Yeah, yeah, the midwits. Yeah, most people are here. Some people are here. Some yeah. people are here. And, and I'm talking yeah. about the ones over here. They're, they're not as smart. But they're happy, uh, but, typically. <laughs> but they're happy. They're often happy. That's absolutely true. They're often happy. Because I'm not talking about um, uh, uh, broke, oh. homeless people. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not, that's not what I'm talking no, about. Many of my friends uh, fall in that category and are the happiest people I know. Yeah, they couldn't. They, yeah, no, they, absolutely they wouldn't, right. They wouldn't like this conversation whatsoever. They would be more comfortable talking about football or something like that. Yeah, but th they're very happy. Yes, and 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 I I'm perfectly fine with that. I, I I don't like it when people have a problem with that. There's something else wrong there when people have a problem with what other people do with their time and who they are and who they want to be. 
I'm, this it's just that that notion that there's these people over here on this side that they see something uh, that all of these people are distracted from refuse to see involved in politics um, think they're smarter than they actually are that's one of the things that there's a whole bunch of people in here that think they're really smart but yeah. they're actually not <laughs> yeah. yeah and and i just i see them the these people on this side of that scale just looking at it and going, yeah, this is this isn't working. I'm yeah. not participating. I'm not playing. This is a scam, uh, and and so it's interesting. Uh, but what happens, of course, in the bigger middle? That's the that's the people that we need to reach, and they're the hardest to reach. They're the thickest skulls. Yeah, uh, they're the most narcissistic. They're the least intelligent. Uh, they actually belong way down here on this scale, but because of success and economics and numbers and uh, other people around them, or maybe starting their own businesses or whatever, it's that whole middle class thing. Yeah. That middle class is the best and the worst of everything. And but uh, you know, are we reaching there? I don't know about that. I you know, really don't know about that. Here's a here's a, a hopeful piece on that note. Did you did you listen to that new song, Richmond North of Richmond? You know, I haven't. I, okay. I did the thing with the previous song, and and I, the I previous listened song to it sucked. And... Try that in a small town. Yes, it, it's a terrible that's, song. Well, that, it, and that's it, written. But here's my problem with that. That's it's written. A committee thing. That's written by a boardroom. Hey, how yep. can we use January 6th to kind mm -hmm. of get our, a good, and he didn't write that song. He doesn't give no. a shit. And where the fuck were you two and a half years ago when this shit was when actually going, actually came out. When, yeah. or no, when, the, when the event this? was happening, where the fuck yeah. were you? No, this yeah. one's better. This is a single guy with a guitar in front of a camera. That's it. Right. And it, it's interesting because it's, it's clearly like aimed at Washington, D.C., Richmond, north of right. Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Richmond, and in Virginia, the song, yeah. he says, one of the lines in the song is, your your dollar's not worth shit, and it's in tax to no end. Mm. So it's interesting. 18 million views in a week. It's going to overtake That's that crazy. other song in, you know, I'd play yeah. it if I had my iPad hooked up right now, but I didn't hook it up like a dumbass. Anyways, but <laughs> I think it's hopeful because of, what the what the song it's interesting i think that music is probably the highest form of art because you it's have to you have to distill an idea into something that is short and also concise but it has to also sound good you know yeah, it has to work yeah. like books are hundred you could you could write a, a whole book that wouldn't hit as many people as a three minute song does explaining essentially yeah. the same yeah. thing. So I yeah. found that to be a little bit hopeful. You'll have to give it a listen when we get done. Yeah. Now I, I haven't listened to it because I, I I'm avoiding it or anything like that. I just haven't made the move. I, I just get it. I, yeah, yeah. I, you I, already yeah. get it. You don't I, I need, need to. to hear the specific lyrics though, to understand what message. And I've heard a little bit from, from other people that talked about maybe one of the last lines in the song was a bit inflammatory or something like that. Well, yeah, he tears apart. Division, and I'm like, I don't know about ah, that. He rips into welfare. He says that 300-pound people shouldn't get money for fucking chocolates. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so such a, <laughs> a, a hard concept to understand. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Taxation is theft. It's not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> 
what else has been on your radar lately? Well, I mean, everything's on my radar. That's what's pretty funny about it. it was, uh, just uh, yesterday, I was wandering around a, a pawn shop, and the, and the guy asked me if I'm looking for, for something. And I said, man, uh, I'm always looking for something, but no, I'm not looking for nothing. Uh, so I'm always paying attention, but I just don't care. And so I don't necessarily yeah. commit yeah. any of it to, to, to memory. Uh, I think I'm, I'm watching the fun of the elections right Me now too. and watching the talking heads get up of the, all these old guys get up there and short circuit. It's this amazing. is fantastic. Biden, Biden the other day was like, and then he corrected yeah. himself and he said the same fucking thing. It's just beautiful. <laughs> I, I mean, it's crazy. I, I was telling somebody the other day, I can't wait for like 10 years from now when they're going to be like, Hey, so what if John Fetterman's had half of his brain replaced by robotics? That's not, that's, <clears throat> he's still human. <laughs> yeah <laughs> see that's a conversation we have to have because i um i'm absolutely certain that we have to worry much more about uh rich crazy people themselves augmenting themselves or augmenting uh their their foot soldiers more than we have to worry about actual robots actual ai whatever this nonsense Cute. is I, I did a I did a the first podcast I ever did was was tinfoil hat with Sam Tripoli, and he <laughs> asked me that same he's like what do you think about robot dogs and you know tanks on the field and I was like dude to be honest I'm more worried about a fucking camera on the light post outside of my house I'm more worried that like and this was during COVID I'm I'm more worried that when I drive down the road and I get a speeding ticket from a robot camera mm. that people are just going to show up and go to you know go to court or or, or whatever it does you know that people yeah. are just going to bend over and take it and go oh yeah it's just a camera no, that's Not a good a analogy deal. of exactly what it is because it will become normalized they'll just accept it because it's easier that's the thing about it you watch this you watch that particular process degrade entirely the process of arresting someone actually used to begin with having a reason to arrest someone and having legal permission to arrest them and and then it sort of switched to oh well well we can get a warrant afterward we can use the excuse that you might be dangerous now or you might damage evidence or hide evidence or something like that if we don't take you into custody now we don't grab it so we can get the warrant afterward now it doesn't even matter they will just send you a ticket in the mail and expect you to show up at court or if they pull you over on run i don't know if it's this way with you i bet it is i i bet it is you don't have to sign a ticket anymore no they don't even want you to sign a no, ticket they anymore they shit. just write you the ticket and hand it to you yeah yeah, yeah. i asked uh, last time i got pulled over for speeding the cop was driving the other direction and he flipped a bitch on me and he goes, and he goes, you know how fast you're going? I go, I don't know, 45. And he goes, you were going 48. And it's a 35. And I go, well, how the fuck do you know I was going 48? You were driving the other direction. And as soon as I saw you turn around, I slowed down immediately. Mm. And he goes, well, I can tell based on how much you slowed down. I, I can just tell. And I'm like, mm. so you didn't take radar at all? He's like, no, I don't have to. 
And, you know, I could have gone to court and argued with it, but I just finally was just like, you know what? I'm going to lose. Screw it. I'll just pay the yeah. goddamn thing. And that sucks. Yep. And that's what happens. That's the normalization of it all. And, and that's what they've relied on for all these years. And that's how they've gotten to the place where they are, where they're killing three people a day easily across the nation uh, when what they're supposed to be doing is protecting people and property, supposedly. Yeah. I that mean, was what there they was sold a, the assholes as. Yeah, there was this fat guy who just got murdered by the FBI for ranting about I think it was about Hillary Clinton oh, or something like that. Oh, you're talking about the dude that said something about Biden's coming to yes. town, better get the guns yeah. out or some shit yeah. like that. Yeah, some, something that, stupid. But that disabled yeah. guy could barely get out yeah. the door. They freaking murdered him and then drug him. him out of the house on camera because, of course, mm. they have to do it on camera now. You know, if you're a high enough profile, they'll even call CNN. If you're Roger Stone, you get CNN with your freaking arrest. That's beautiful when they do that. One of my favorite things now— I can't watch these videos. I, I used to to do. I used to write for Cop Block, and that was one of the things I was supposed to do. Is I'm just supposed to watch these videos of these fucking pigs abusing people, and oh, I just hate God, it. It's horrible for your soul. Yeah. Oh, it's it's bad for your soul. It's bad for your brain. It's bad for me because I want to go out and smash a fucking bully in the face, whether he's wearing a badge or not. It just makes me so angry the way they hurt these people and the excuses that they use and and the thing that just it they it's become a a, a huge as much as um i fear for my life or you, any of that stuff has become a a, a a tool that they use one of the biggest tools they use now is to uh, stay with me buddy keep breathing when he's clearly fucking dead yeah. and been dead for 10 fucking minutes yeah. he hasn't moved an inch and you're still there pretending like you've called or given a flying fuck about this guy you just fucking killed yeah. yeah dude the most disturbing part of the george floyd video for me was that people mm. just stood there Mm -hmm. nobody decided like, I'm just going to tackle this guy off of him. Like I might get yeah. my ass kicked too and maybe they'll kill me. But you know, I, I just couldn't believe. And I would like to think that if I was there, I would have just gave him a kick off, just pushed him off with my leg or something, you know, hands up behind my head, just give him a kick and just, you know <laughs> what I mean? But I, I just couldn't I believe know. that people just stood by and watched it happen. I absolutely know that if that was just another man on him, I can absolutely say for certain that I would have done something about it. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. To see sort of a gang of people beating up on this one guy, you know, let's take the badges away. And that's what they were just a gang of people yeah. beating up on this guy. And, uh, but here's the thing, I'm going to give you a cautionary tale. Um, because I'm, st I, this shit is. I'm still not done with this. This is still, um, it's still hard to talk about. It still pisses me off. Uh, Johnny Hurley, a uh, good friend of mine, was murdered uh, a little while ago by cops after stopping a mass shooter. Oh my gosh! And it, I've, I. That's why I recognize that name. You know, yeah, John, yeah, you, I'm sure you know the name, yeah, yeah, he's, he's uh, been, it's been he a big thing. He was in the news. He must have been in the news. I, I, I thought yeah, I recognized yeah. no, the name, was, and then when you said it was your circles. friend, I was like, maybe I don't know who you're talking about. I do yeah, recognize no, he's, the name. He's, that whole story is running all through our circles here. Yeah, there's many people running our circles who knew Johnny. Johnny was just a great guy. And um, I have, you know, I carry everywhere. I 
never am out of reach of a pistol. It's always in my pocket. Um, I can't say I would ever. Yeah, not as long. Like that. I I can't say as I would ever. Uh, you know, somebody's robbing a store or something, unless they stuck the pistol in my face, unless yeah. they're threatening me or mine, I'm not getting involved. I just, I, there's almost, I, I get it. I get why people don't get involved. There's no, there's no value in it. You, everybody sues everybody, uh, you know, and, and, and against a cop. I mean, I, they, they never pay for their mistakes. Yeah. I, you know, they, no, they don't. I don't know how many times they they violate someone before it eventually catches up with them, and most of them never. And so, I if I if I saw a cop being beaten down, I wouldn't help him any more than I would help a cop uh, help you know subdue somebody who was a criminal who wasn't violating me. Because first of all, if the cops are claiming somebody is a criminal, I have to question whether or not it's true whether or not they're an actual criminal or not, because the, the police violate people for whatever reason they want. And they certainly do it over victimless crimes. So uh, if, you know, if I'm going to uh, assist my community and it happens to be a cop uh, that I was assisting, uh, you know, is that guy really guilty of a crime? I'd have to consider that. And, and frankly, as far as uh, ever helping a cop that was in trouble, I wouldn't piss on one if he were on fire. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. I've got so many friends that have been tossed in prison for, you know, victimless crimes mm. that I, I could never do that. Yeah, it's tough. You're it's just tough. setting yourself up, man. For what? Yeah. For me. Maybe you feel good about it, but how good does it feel if you're dead? If you if you get killed or you get locked up in a cage and you can't go home to your family that night, yeah. I I don't know, man. And they I, will do it. I I get yeah. nervous about it here, man. I had a guy a couple years ago. There was a dude. I saw. I'm out mowing my lawn. It's probably like eight thirty, nine o'clock at night, summertime, so it's still bright out here in Idaho. And I see this guy walking back into my neighbor's driveway. He got a long driveway, big house, really nice place. And uh, I see him walk back out, and I go, huh, maybe it's one of their, their nieces or, or one of their nephews, because I knew they had family in town at one point. And then I watch him walk out and then walk just out and start leaving and walking by my house. And I go, man, this guy's a freaking loser. So I kinda, I'm kind of eyeing him, and I see him turn and go down into my neighborhood. And I go, oh, shit, this isn't freaking good. So I, I flip a bitch on my tractor. And I head back over to the other side of the yard where I had the three-foot fence still. And I go, hey, man, what the fuck were you doing in my neighbor's house? He was like, oh, I'm just out here looking for a place to live. I'm like, no, you're not. Get the fuck out of my neighborhood. you know. And we kind of traded words a little bit. And he kept walking into the neighborhood. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Do I call the cops on this or what? And I, decide, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to waste my time. They're not even going to get here in time. Like By the time they would even get here, he's going to be gone. I'm going to have to have them here at my house. So I decide to mm. screw it. I just go grab my fucking Glock, keep mowing the lawn. So I see him walking back out of my neighborhood and he starts walking over towards my, my fence diagonal. And I go, son of a bitch. 
So I go and, you know, got my fucking gun. And I head out into the driveway. And I go, Jesus Christ, this guy's walking into my driveway. And at this point, I'm fucking nervous for a couple of reasons. Like, what is this guy going to do? And then what's going to, like, what are the laws here? Is my driveway, like, can I shoot this guy in my driveway? Or am I going to go to prison? You know, all this shit's Mm. going through my head. And the guy just comes up to me and goes, hey, homie, we got off on the wrong foot. And I was just like, no, we didn't, dude. Get the fuck out of my house. But I was still nervous about it. I was like, this freaking, you know, crackhead could literally call the cops (laughs) and probably get me in some trouble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, if you were to harm him, even though he's the one that's wandering around basically casing Casing places and, yeah, looking for victims and looking for shit to steal, probably. Uh, yeah, you, you're the one that's going to get in trouble for it. And that, that's hap- that happens to 100,000 people a year who own a gun. 100,000 yeah. or more charged under some bullshit law, uh, some, some local ordinance or something like that, where they're just trying to protect themselves or their property from somebody who's clearly trying to violate them. Yeah, unless your name's yeah. Hunter Biden, then you can do whatever the fuck you well, want. Well, then when you can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because yeah. obviously our betters should be able to have guns and i mean there are betters so they should be able to decide what is safe and what isn't use them in ways that we can't yeah you know they yeah obviously it's not just that that's that's the bitch of it right because we have permission to own guns but you can't use one i even get worried about one i even get worried about like saying like smoking weed on a podcast with a gun oh right you know i go is somebody gonna you know if i do something someday is somebody gonna go all the way back and find me doing that and say oh he lied on a gun application Mm. you know i i wouldn't put it past him for guys like us but you know if you're if you're an upper class if you went to yale or you went to harvard even if you live in new york city and you're one of those guys you can do whatever the fuck you want yeah well i i guess some of that comes with having money to be able to buy the the legal system but i think the bigger problem with that is that we're we're expected we're expected to rely on a system that has shown itself repeatedly time and time again to not be capable of defending us as individuals this 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 is that question of uh you know there's of justice there is no there's no justice unless it's acted upon at the time uh, you can you can you, the only way that you can stop yourself from being violated and stop other people from being violated is to do it at the time to 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 have a firearm to have the greater force to defend yourself and to stop the person from violating you and we are not and we're not supposed to be able to we're not to do that we can't do that it is against the law for us to defend ourselves we have the right to carry a gun in this nation a legal and moral recognized right but we do not have the right to use it yeah and talking about rights dude while i was in school I, the, one of the last classes that I took was a college class. It was a hard, it was one of the hardest classes I took. And, uh, we had to read ancient Greek plays and you would be amazed about how many people do not understand what rights are. Rights are given Mm. by the government. Mm. You know, they're not, 
granted by God. What are you talking about? You know, they're not, they're not, they don't come from our humanity. No, the government gives us the right to do this or the right to do that. You would be amazed of some of the arguments I heard in defense of government officials in this play. Mm -hmm. And then once you get further down the line and realize that this guy was just a dirtbag, then it's like, oh, well, obviously we should have, we should have stopped him. But, you know, we didn't know at the time. We had to trust the system. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's too late because that's that's part of that. This whole tipping scale thing that I kind of hinted at earlier in in our elections, where it's just this seesaw back and forth for the sake of the argument that this is a democracy. Yeah. Nobody it's it's like nobody's paying attention to what the hell these people are doing regardless of what side they're on. How many times do you have to tell someone that it doesn't make a goddamn bit of difference whether it's a Republican or a Democrat when they all use the same policies? None of the policies change. You want to fix the economy? It's not going to be fixed by electing a Republican over a Democrat or a Democrat over a Republican if you believe in fucking socialism. It's not going to be fixed because they all follow the same policies. None of the core policies of the state, of government, of the system ever changes. That's why it continues to get worse. That's why they continue to to try to centralize more and more of their power and protect themselves up, building up an apparatus around them that protects them. It protects them in their jobs. It keeps them uh, um, getting votes by uh, paying off a certain subset of society to pretend that it's better than the rest of us, to act against us in an immoral fashion, uh, made moral by pieces of paper claiming uh, to be law. And, 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 and then by also manipulating that law itself by creating, by using the the problems of a, a small number of people and conflating that into a larger uh, problem for everybody else by creating a, a law or some mandate that makes it illegal or charges a fee uh, for you to be able to do something. So that, again, they're just lining their pockets and keeping themselves in money. And the people that do all that work to collect all those fees, to enforce all those laws, to do it, it's just this huge circular joke. And it doesn't matter if it's left or right. And as soon as people get that, they're going to, well, we're going to have a revolution in this country. Yeah, I, I don't know if it, it'll be a bloodless one, but it's yeah. going to be a revolution. It's going I to be sure a huge hope it's change. Bloodless, but there has to be huge change. It's great. Like the whole game is just keep the machine running and fire each other up. Oh, let's let's bring in race. Let's bring in uh, gender. Let's bring in um, equity. Let's talk about how we need to. Let's pit everybody against each other. You know. Back during Occupy Wall Street, there was a massive populist revolution. You had these Wall Street guys, you had the Tea Party, and all of them were saying the same thing. Enough of this bullshit. And then right away, you can even look up like into the New York Times, Washington Post, terms like equity and mm. uh, gender and you know, non-binary and trans, all of these things just went like crazy because they said, hey, look, we got to do something because 
we got guns at the gates right now. They are worried about ending up on pikes. And something as easy as gender or race was able to just get us rabbit at each other. It's it's really kind of mind-blowing. Yeah, it just shows that they've been at it for a long time. They're good at what they, they do. They they make mistakes because it's so big and it's so hard to control and that they just can't plan for every contingency, especially in a so-called free society. But they they learn real quick from those mistakes and they learn how to manipulate the next phase. We're it's a day it's a real dangerous situation right now. It's, it's probably as as dangerous as it's ever been. Uh, certainly to be an American, and and it all trickles down from there everywhere else. Uh, everything's built on the dollar. Everything's built up on American might. Uh, there's not much of the way. Even all of this China bullshit over the last 20 years has been hollow. You know, when I was talking about them, uh, you know, sort of works projects, remember, you know, the, the depression came along in this nation, and then we had all these works, pro- public works projects, and that's why we have all these decaying bridges and things yeah. now, because at the time, mm. it was a boondog. They could do it. Boom. Yeah. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. We build build roads all across the nation, everywhere, bridges and all this shit. And they did all that. And now they've slowly cribbled it. You know, we're on the downside of that bell curve. We didn't have any. And we had some and we're used to them. They're ubiquitous. And now they're falling apart again on the bell curve. And it's this we're going to continue we're going to continue down this same path where everything is just um, deteriorating this yeah. this balance of this this back and forth uh, game will only go for so long so this this dangerous period and right now they're stretching out the damage that is being done to the economy. They're playing, and and they've been they've been doing it. They've been doing it for a long, long time. And if you step back, there's a problem. Uh, I don't know if you and I have ever talked about this before. I've talked about this with some other people, but it's this this micro versus the macro, and it's this looking at a very small section or subset of particularly economic data, but yeah. climate data is another one yes. that they do it to. Yeah. When you're talking about global warming and bullshit like that, uh, they take very limited subsets of data and try to apply that across the the larger scope, but it doesn't actually work. There's there's nothing to prove that what's happening here does is is also happening out here, and and so they they're able to uh, manipulate this and drag this out for a really long time. But if you if anybody if you just step back if you're just paying attention you're not listening to their their BS and you're not watching. You know, this week and this month or this year and just the little ticks and maybe a little bit of down. And when you step back out here and you look at this and you look at years and you look at decades, what you see is. Yeah. A straight line down. Yeah. Yeah. And this is so all this bullshit don't mean nothing when this motherfucker is all the way straight down. Yeah. And that's time preference theory like yeah. Mises would yes, call this time yes, preference exactly, you know if you've got a, you. <laughs> a higher or lower time preference you, you, yeah. you want to be looking in a long ways and another thing that you know Mises talked about was the um the master builder analogy so this is great with the roads so imagine that you're a master builder and you get everything allocated for a job every piece of equipment every worker that you need and you make this beautiful building but 90 percent of the way you run out of materials so not only is everything stalled and gone, 
but all of the work that you just did. And while you were working, it looked like the economy was booming. People are moving Perfect. around, stuff's getting built, things are moving, mm -hmm. but then you mm -hmm. run out of materials and everything you did was for nothing. Yeah. And another well, thing about what, the- That's what's happened, why China all of a sudden has popped back up in the news. And, and this is what I was talking about, that it's all a facade, it's all fake. They're, all of this growth in China, this great socialist program, the socialist regime that's making it so great with just a little bit of capitalism thrown yeah. in there to, to make things work. It was all smoke and mirrors, it was all bullshit. They were building cities in the middle of fucking nowhere with yep. no people in them. And so now all of a sudden, there's no money in building the roads. There's no money in building a fucking city that nobody lives in, and now their economy's gone to shit. Well, welcome to the fucking reality of economics. That's what happens when you do what you were just fucking describing. Yeah, and they're running out of people. The freaking one-child yeah. policy. There was, while I was in school, we had to do these questions, and there was one question that was like, the one-child policy in China was, you know, A... Bad, whatever, but the answer was successful. Mm -hmm. Successful. Killing millions and millions of little girls was successful. successful. And now they're really, really hurting for that. It was the dumbest move they ever could have made. All A, a lot of countries are hurting on this. We're hurting on this. We're below the yeah, replacement Yeah, we didn't rate. kill ours off, we, but what we That's did why is we're bringing we got, in so uh, many immigrants. Yeah, well, that and and what happens now, well, you know this, of course, what happens naturally in the economy is that as as things get better, people get lax. Uh, it, you know, this, yeah. is, this is just what happens. Yeah. It, it's, a, it, it's a boom bust cycle. It was while, well, while I was there's in. A, there's a division. There's a, a point where it breaks off and and the the amount trying to find a good way to say it it's just it, the this whole bigger uh economic picture that you're trying to step out and see it's too much to try to take in most people can't even manage their own economy and manage the things and then you start thinking about it in larger chunks and and but that should tell somebody right there why it's not going to work, why we can't continue to do things this way, why you can't continue to invest in projects, people, ideas that uh, don't return anything. Government does that. Government is that. There's a, it, it, that's what government is at its core. It's an it's a investment project that's never going to return anything. All those people are taking all the money, all the wealth, all the results of their great grand experiment in government and running the fuck away with it while the rest of us are out here going, what the fuck? What just happened? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. And uh, dude, the roads are a great example. Like, Every freaking project on a highway, where I grew up in Northern California, they were extending the freeway from uh, for three lanes from Cloverdale all the way to, to uh, San Rafael. Through the Navarro Narrows was the spot mm -hmm. that really did. Yeah. This was supposed to be a five-year project. They started when I was like five, ten years old. They didn't finish it until I was in my 20s. And it cost like five 
10 times as much as the original projections. This mm -hmm. is how it always works. They bid yeah. in, these companies will bid low just to get the job and then they'll drag it out and crank it up as much as they possibly can until they finally go to jail, which sometimes does happen, sometimes. very rarely. But you know, yeah. these, these, Depends on whose brother or yeah. son or uncle and owned you know, the frigging company. And you know, the history of the highways, they they sold it as, hey, we're going to put everybody to work. We're going to let you drive. We're going to connect everything so you can drive and see all the sites and experience America as it is. In reality, the entire interstate highway system was built to transport nuclear weapons. Have you ever noticed that every, um, you know, semi-truck with a with a shipping container on it is like three or four feet underneath the bridge. It's because the bridge isn't designed for shipping containers. That's a whole different design. The bridge is designed for missiles to be able to go under it. And that also means that our highways are about six or eight inches thicker than they need to be. So there's more materials wasted, more time, more money. That was one of the major considerations of of the the highway system in America. Yeah, it was, was before the they could move them move around troops with, and to move weapons. Yeah, it was yeah. before submarines, so they they didn't have a, a way to move around nuclear weapons without being detected. Yeah. So yeah, it was a you know a war a war project, and then they went ahead and sent all the poor people, all the poor men off to war to fix the depression. You know? No, 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 no. It was all the rich men's sons. <laughs> Burned food all over the country to keep prices up. Oh, Just my a, God. It, it was a nightmare. These people are, and Roosevelt is is lauded as a hero, you know? Yeah, it, yeah. Trump, he's going to stay in for, he's going to be a, a, you know, a, a, a dictator forever. It's like, dude, Roosevelt did that. You wish. You know, Rose, your hero did that. It's wild, dude. Well, and that's that tip for tip. That's that 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 whole back and forth thing that they. We, it's so ridiculous. That's why I started to say when we started the conversation. You know, what am I watching? And, you know, what what's on my radar? And I'm just watching this ridiculous this election. I do this every every couple of years when they bring around one of these elections, one of these cycles. And and I just sit back and I laugh because it's it's so funny to watch it. It's it's the slow train wreck, right? What do you it's think like about RFK it. Jr.? I think I like what, a lot of what do you think about RFK Jr.? Oh yeah. Um I think he's great. I think it's wonderful. I think that he's still a statist. Yeah. So oh, for sure. Gonna change. The thing that I yeah. like about him is that he's gonna be very good for Democrats. It's like a Democrat taking fucking niacin to to flush their system from all this garbage. Oh, sure, yeah. You know, yeah. it's like here, hey, look, you can believe in Bitcoin. You can believe in freedom. You can believe in that your body is actually your own. You can believe in the free market. I, I don't, you know, he's a Democrat and he's a statist. So, like, obviously, he's. I'm not going to agree with everything that he says. But I, I love, like, I pay attention to left wingers on YouTube. Jimmy Dore is a guy that I watch, and he's oh, sure, just, yeah. you know. He's great on all the problems, but then it's like, here, let's give the government more power, and that'll make everything better. Right. You know yeah, what well, I mean? They're all but like he's that. been That's great for Jimmy with... Dore. Like, Jimmy Dore yeah. has moved in the right direction on a lot of issues because of RFK Jr., and I think that's a great thing. Yeah, I, the political influence, the the ideas uh, slipping into the, the discourse is fantastic. Uh, unfortunately, it just continues to feed the 
the core problem and that's that people have taken their responsibility and turned it into a once every two or four years process where they get their fat ass off the couch and they go claim that stuff will get done because they cast a vote. It's literally the least they could do to affect change yeah. is voting. And unfortunately, the conversation around RFK is just that. It's yeah, just more about sure. voting. For sure. Yeah, I um I'm I'm a little bit hopeful with the voting thing. Like my my mom and her husband were were big, you know, Trump guys last election. Mm. They they stood in line, they voted for Trump and they were patriotic about it. And then the whole election went down and they're just like, this is a fucking joke. We'll vote locally, but we're never voting in a, in a national election. Yeah, again. I, this is I'm bullshit. not one of those. Uh, I'm not an anarchist who, who's adamantly against the idea of voting necessarily. Um, I, it's obvious that statistically on the national scale, there's no point in voting. Yeah, no. But there absolutely can be a point in voting. Yeah, locally. Certainly defensively like, on a local scale. As a like a sheriff, is a, that, a, sheriff is a, good, a sheriff is a good person. Sheriff, like if yeah, you can right, get a right. good like libertarian in as a sheriff, a sheriff has a lot of power. There's a, there's a good sheriff down in Arizona who's uh, done a lot of great things down there with like drugs and possession there essentially just letting people live their lives and not arresting people for nonviolent crimes. And if you can get somebody like that into your local area who can actually make a difference, there's legislation that you can just go, like you can go onto Scott Horton or any of these guys' websites and they'll like lead you to legislation here, print this out and give this to your sheriff or give this to your local representative. And we can get, you know, some of these things, like you can get maybe concealed carry, in your state, like a lot of states, we have we have a constitutional carry here in Idaho. But when I moved here, you had to get a concealed carry permit. So that's something that like we've moved in the right direction on. We also just got rid of smog laws. They basically came out right. and said, look, at we've got so many brand new vehicles on the road now that it doesn't make a difference. So we're just going to get rid of it. So it's good. And cool. you know, I have to give while I'm while I'm blowing Idaho right now, I have to do I do have to give them credit on our roads. When I moved here, our roads were like not in terrible shape, but poorly designed. Exits were poorly designed, on ramps were poorly designed. We had stop four-way stop signs everywhere in the off in the back roads like in my neighborhood and stuff and they've ripped them all out and they put roundabouts in that are really nice. That's and, nice. And you know, it, like as far as like my tax money it. being wasted on shit, they're mm. wasting it on decent shit here. On the on the right <laughs> shit, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, I, yeah. That's the best you can ever hope for. Yeah. From from yeah, and the only way you're ever going to affect that is bo is voting locally yeah. and participating yeah. locally. And I and look, I'm I'm all for local voting. I've never voted in my life. Uh, that started out just because I was a motocross racer and I didn't give a shit and I didn't mm. you know care. I was one of those mm. guys that just. I, I'm just going to pay attention to the races. I'm going to live my life. I was partying, doing drugs and shit like that. I thought I was a George Bush Republican. Me and my buddy had a big George Bush thing in our in our, our house just because it pissed people off in Southern California. We didn't get it, you know? Those yeah. assholes tried to send me to fucking Iraq in a fighter jet. They convinced yeah, me right. that I wanted to go fly, to fire, fly in a fighter jet because I was good on a dirt bike. Oh, yeah, you'll love it. Fuck you. <laughs> That was the logic, huh? Yeah, that's that's some amazing. It's logic. the only thing better than it's the only batter machine than a than a dirt bike that you can ever 
be on. It's the baddest machine you can. Oh, yeah, you'll love it. They don't tell you that you're going to be like murdering children, half a million Iraqi children. And then you got Madeline Albright. Yeah, it was worth it. It was worth it. They seem to say that a lot when they kill a lot of people, don't they? At it this, was worth it. At this point, what does it really matter? Well, yeah, no, and that's it. And <laughs> that's what Hillary are you going to do about it? Yeah. That's the thing. That's it. That, I think that has to be one of the approaches that we use to talk to people from now on. No more of this. Oh, yeah, yeah, truth. Truth is important. Right, we got it. Truth is important. But truth is kind of, yeah, what good does it do us? What are you going to do about it? The, the information that you have, the knowledge that you have, the 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 tools that you've come to uh, to 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 find useful in in sorting out politics or sorting out information, uh, being able to find your way through this morass of just um, yeah. and 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 come out the other side of it with some semblance of happiness and and peace in your own life. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, because. I can tell you that if you know about, you know, for a fact, 9-11 was an inside job. You know, for a fact, Maui was an inside job. You know, for a fact, uh, Oklahoma, um, I don't know. Pick a, Waco. Pick a, a thing. Ruby Ridge. The Ruby Ridge. Well, they, well, Ruby Ridge. Ruby Ridge is an easy one. That one kind of speaks children. for itself. But I, I, I just yeah, any of these things that are really in question about when, you know, who may have done them or why, what the motives might have been, because none of us were there. Well, that's the things that I like to concentrate on as a news person, yeah. as somebody who's always tried to be to deliver the information and, and to put the, the truth out there as opposed to picking a side or deciding an issue for somebody. I want that, you know, we're talking about the, the DWs and Maui and everything. I want the information. I want to know why. I don't just want to know that a fire happened. I want to know why, if I want to know anything about it at all. Okay, DEWs. All right, well, why were DEWs used? Well, there's an argument that DEWs were used because there's all these rich people that bought up the, the, the land around there and they can't develop it because of all these uh, different rules and laws in place. And then, all right, well, that's reasonable. Um, but what about the, you know, what about the conditions? What about the things that cause fires? What about all of the Occam's razor stuff? And so I go and I look and I say, oh, well, yeah, this is the same story that we've heard over and over again. Uh, poor management, poor government choices, socialist decisions in managing uh, property. And what you have is the perfect storm for a fire. Oh, well, what about that? That the picture with the cars in it and the cars aren't anywhere near any trees really because all i see is a line of cars that are all really close to each other i don't know what's over there yeah. or over there 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 over there i only see what's right there i have no yeah. idea okay wait it's probably some ocean right there got you that one's covered all right well what the hell about the rest of yeah, it? They you know, do a very good job there? of not showing you the desert that goes all the way up to the fucking right. top of the mountain. Well, and then they're going to pretend like it wasn't windy yes. and the embers don't blow around and cause sparks on things. And then they want to talk about dense uh, areas like a park that doesn't uh, go that doesn't catch on fire. The stuff in the park doesn't catch on fire. Well, it's watered regularly. That's what that's what they do in parks. 
the, to the trees are watered and they're wetter than everything else around them. And it's a fast moving fire. So it burns the fuel that it can burn and then it can't burn anything more. It's moved on or there's nothing left there to burn. That's the way fucking fires work. It's, it's just, it's so frustrating. And, and so, okay, so we know all of this. I have this scientific understanding of why fires happen and this political understanding of why they could happen uh, based on the, the, the failures of the, the socialist system that we live in and the manipulations of, of our environment overall. And, and, and then I have this understanding, yeah, there's these technologies and there's crazy people and the thing that they do things that we may not understand why they've done it. I'm not a strict Occam's razor guy, but until you really show me the why, that's the mass shootings, they're coming for your guns. Really? Because every time there's a mass shooting, more people buy fucking guns. So they're doing a piss poor job of coming for the guns by committing mass shootings. Give me a fucking reason to believe that nonsense or better than this, have that information in your head, understand that it's a possibility, move the fuck on, do something. Do something that you can do. Uh, go, uh, you know, work on reaching people. If that's what you're claiming you're trying to do, oh, I'm trying to wake people up to DEWs and, and they, they've got to know that they're out there. Why do they got to know that they're out there? Over, above any other weapon anywhere on the planet that they don't have in their own backyard and can't defend themselves with. What is the point? Give me a reason. Give me some, give me a reason to believe you and, and, by picking a side, choosing that this has to be it, that it's not, well, there's a possibility. Yeah, there's some information out there that says it could be this. These things happen. There's some more information over here that says it could be this and these things happen. You don't know. You weren't there. To make that decision, to claim that you know, uh, to claim that the, that some other person that you got third uh, party information from that wasn't there either knows, and and now you're claiming you know because he claims he knows because it's something that he read or a picture that he saw that couldn't possibly be. I, come on, man! Without an entire 360 view of this stuff that you weren't there for, why are you going to sit there and pretend that you know the answer when it doesn't matter? When there's so much else that you could be doing with your time, talking to people about real things that they can do in their own lives to make their lives better. Oh, damn, sorry, Michael. I had a rant. That was an incredible <laughs> rant. I was just at, at some point, I just had to sit back and went, I'm just going to let this happen. That was incredible. It's just been, it's been great on me a lot. It's, it happens all the time. So, okay. So here's what happens and why it happens. And unfortunately I'm probably going to have to get out of here pretty quick. No, that's fine. I, um, I can, we can end it whenever you want. I cool. was, I was just letting uh, that rant go. Cause you were just on. Yeah, right. That was awesome. No, years ago. So years ago when I first got into this social media stuff, and and was trying to share information and find the right ideas and and i would do just what everybody else does i you know oh that's a cool meme click on share send that shit don't really look over it tear the quote whatever it is it only takes one time of somebody pointing out to me that i shared something that the fucking quote isn't by the guy that said it or that isn't the quote or that information isn't true for me to go wait a minute i have to reevaluate the way i'm sharing information and the way people are seeing the information that i share i better fucking understand it and so one that got me was this goddamn kennedy speech this the and the thing about the uh the uh, um, uh the turning over the uh, ending the silver backed dollar 
for the Federal Reserve. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. It's one of his, I don't know, one of these, uh, um, I'm trying to remember the number of it exactly because I'd like to I'd like to think that I could get the thing nailed down perfectly because there's this there's this whole myth surrounding what happened with Kennedy and and changing the the silver back dollar and taking it out of of print and and what it and what it really is is that there used to have to be some permission, some piece of paper that went through the White House first, and he got rid of that piece of paper. He got mm. rid of that step. That's all it was. Yeah. And and this has been used over and over again repeatedly to claim that he was assassinated yeah. by the uh, uh, by the banking cartel because he was messing with silverback dollars and playing you know, whatever the the details were. I wish I could remember. Yeah, all no, off the top I've, of my I've head. heard something about the story too. Like he he kind of, I I I feel like he might have wanted to go back on a gold standard. Was it's his, not. Was it's his not quite goal. that. It's about the silver no? and okay. it's about putting control over uh, that that portion of of printing money and supposedly putting it back in the hands of the federal reserve when it mm. should have been in the hands of the, uh, the budget office. Okay. And, and, and it's just not true. It's it, the, the whole thing, whatever it is, whatever that, 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 what he passed, I'm trying to remember the number. God, it's so frustrating. It's see. been I so can, long that I can look I've looked up, up any of this stuff. Uh, if we end up finding it before we, before we wrap up, it'd be interesting to throw it up there or maybe throw it up there at some point. But but there's a couple of things. Okay, and so oh, no. so Kennedy gets assassinated, right? And so the claim is is that the, the the banks have done it because he's messing around with the money and he's taking control out of their hands. But he's not. He's actually put more control into their hands if you go and read the actual uh, – uh, the uh, – what is it? What is the mm-hmm. – uh, when the White House executive order, that yeah, is, yeah, when yeah. he passes executive order, it, it actually gave more power back into that same cartel. If you look at the names of the people who are involved and and how they're tied to the banking cartel, it actually gave them more power. He, he didn't reduce their power at all. And so the argument is is that he's going to expose this banking power, and he has this speech. You remember the speech, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the speech about I, 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 there's a insidious something or other blah blah blah. Yeah, it was the secret society's speech. The secret society speech, right. That's the one. But he's talking about politics. He's talking about he's not talking about money. He's not talking about the bankers. That's not what he's talking about. And it's taken out of context. And it's said that he um he gave this speech and and that this speech was in a certain place at a certain time about a certain thing for a certain reason, and all four of those fucking things are wrong. They were all they were all a fabrication of bits and pieces of truth pulled together by some right wing fucking author, right wing Christian Christian author who wrote a book in 1985 and talked about this speech and about the reason that it was done, uh, and ultimately in the end, it's this JFK myth. Um, um, yeah, there's Edward so Griffin. much surrounding him that it, yeah, it's yeah, hard a lot to know of what's stuff. true. Yeah. It's hard to know what's yeah. true. 
G. Edward Griffin years ago went through uh, the the details of it. He went through the executive order that was passed. He talked about how he wasn't taking any power out. He pointed to the guys that were in control at that time. And he said he just gave more power right over to those guys. This argument that these particular guys killed Kennedy is a very very low ball, very specious argument. There's no, there's no real truth or proof of it. And I, and I shared, you know, a, 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 a meme that had part of this quote and, and, and that's the thing without looking, without taking all of that information and find, getting that 360 view, you can see the cars right in front of you that have been burned, but you have no idea what the rest is around you. But without that 360 view, you cannot make a claim about how those cars are burned or why those cars are burned. You, if you do, you're a fool. It's a very foolish thing to do. And, and that's, I just wish we could get some more people on that are, on our side, I don't know, whatever the hell you call this thing, uh, to, to just stop before they do stuff like that, because they're not doing any of us any favors. When the rest of us are out here just trying to provide good information and ideas to let people decide for themselves what to do with their lives and what they may do about things politically or socially, whatever, if they want to, uh, when we have so many other people that are just pointing fingers and trying to find a place to point a blame and saying that pointing fingers and placing blame actually solves problems. It's the same stupid idea as thinking that voting solves problems. All righty, Michael. On that, we'll get you out of here. All right, brother. Take care, brother. Everybody go check out Michael's podcast, Ford Anarchy. Michael's the man.